What's going on, everyone? I am your host, Hunter King. Thank you for joining me on another episode of Cashflow Coffee. Today, we're going to be talking about how you can get started as a real estate investor. A lot of people are starting to get their money right. They're taking their financial education seriously, and they want to grow their wealth safely and responsibly. And I truly believe real estate is the best vehicle to do so. So today, we're going to be talking about getting getting in the game and putting your money to work. Now, before we dive into today's topics, I want to discuss something real quick. A lot of you guys have been giving me great feedback on the podcast, um, but for those of you that are listening and haven't done so already, please subscribe and follow us on YouTube and on Spotify and leave a review. That really helps us with the, the algorithm and puts the podcast in front of other people so that they can uh, get some value from what we're talking about here today. If you guys have something mean to say, I really don't care. Leave it in the review, leave it in the comments. Uh, I really appreciate the feedback. Now, without further ado, let's dive into today's show. A lot of people have been wondering and asking me, how can I get started in real estate? You know, I don't have a lot of a lot of money right now, but I really want to grow my wealth. I want to achieve financial freedom so that I can have complete control over my time. Time is the most valuable asset in anyone's life. I don't care what industry you're in, what you're investing in, time is the ultimate asset. And for people that are doing the nine to five routine, a lot of them are starting to wake up. They're getting their money right. They're taking things seriously because they don't want to end up being that 65 year old working at Walmart because they didn't save save up enough for retirement. So today we're going to be talking about starting in real estate and what I believe are the four best steps that you can take in order to set yourself up for success in this field. Now, a lot of you that are interested in real estate may not be cut out to be the owner operators that you think you may may become. A lot of you are hyped up. You saw a YouTube video of Grant Cardone owning thousands of units and flying in on his private jet and all the cars and the money and you know this this great standard of living but in reality it takes time in real estate uh the the st- the time it takes for a deal to go full cycle in real estate is a lot longer than it takes in a stock market or in in other uh avenues of investing for example so we're going to be talking about four steps that you can use to get started in real estate And these first two steps I'm going to mention to you guys, I believe should be done uh, simultaneously because uh, step number one, you need to educate yourself. And step number two, you need to find yourself a mentor. Now, a lot of people that are online, like I said, they're, they're really hyped up about the idea of investing in real estate. So naturally, they're inclined to go and sign up for these costly courses because they found a flashy video on YouTube and they think, that's the gatekeeper and that's the person that's going to lead them to success. In reality, guys, I'm not saying there aren't good value, uh, valuable courses out there that, and mastermind groups, but the reality is you need to determine for yourself if this is something that you actually want to do over the long term, because once you're involved in a real estate transaction, it's very hard to get out of it and, uh, things can go south quick and the financial burden of a deal going bad can be detrimental to your financial future. So educate your educate yourself before you go and sign up for a mentorship group or before you sign up for a mastermind. There are plenty of books online that you can get through Amazon or audiobooks. 
podcasts even that are completely free and you can figure out kind of what it is it, it, that it takes to be a real estate investor. And number two, you need to find yourself a mentor. And what I mean by that is don't go out and purchase a course or uh, buy yourself a seat at a mastermind table. That's not what I'm saying at all. A lot of people, you need to be finding a mentor in your local market that can provide you with some insight on what it takes on a day-to-day aspect to run a successful real estate business. That may be a commercial broker in your area, someone that is um, lending on properties that may know some investors in the space, or it's an actual real estate investor that is willing to take you under their wing and kind of show you the ropes. But no matter what it is, don't think that you go. You have to go out and um, buy yourself some time with a real estate superstar. A lot of the value that local people that are successful in your market can provide is exponentially uh, more valuable than what someone online can provide to you because real estate is completely local. There are thousands of real estate markets when you talk about the stock market, you don't talk about it in terms of all these different little stock markets all over the globe. You're talking about the S&P 500, or you're talking about the Dow Jones or the the Russell 2000. In real estate, there are thousands and tens of thousands of real estate markets, and the fundamentals behind each of those markets may differ. So that's why it's critical to go and find someone that's in your local market. They understand how the local uh, pieces can move. And and that's ultimately going to allow you to determine whether or not, hey, this is something I want to move forward with, or maybe I need to be looking at something else that, that is better suited towards my strengths. The next thing you guys need to do as real estate investors, once you've educated yourself and have made connections with mentors in your market, is develop a business strategy or an investment thesis. Having a good foundation before you go out and chase deals will uh, prevent you from being tempted to go in so many directions at once. A lot of new investors, they get tempted to try all these different things because everything's new to them. They, they're excited. They, they want to chase the, the shiny object. I'm encouraging, encouraging you guys, please play it safe. Be patient. Find what highlights your strengths. Maybe you're good at sales and a good conversation starter. Uh, real estate sales and wholesaling may be the avenue for you to get your foot in the door and work with with those investors in your market. Maybe you have a little bit of cash that is saved and you're ready to deploy. Maybe you're good at doing renovations. You should look at maybe a house hack strategy or a burr strategy where you can do a lot of the renovations for yourself, save the money on the front end for materials and labor. And then at the end of that year, after living in that property, you go ahead, move out, rent that space, and then go and buy another deal. A lot of people have made a small real estate empire just by uh, house hacking and utilizing this Burr strategy. It's a great tool, and I think it's a great thesis um, that the Bigger Pockets platform has really mastered. I think those guys really created the the Burr strategy and this house hacking thesis because um, so many people have been able to benefit and get their hands on six-figure, seven-figure um, investment assets 
for a, a fraction of the cost because real estate, unlike any other investment class, allows you to leverage safely. It's an asymmetric risk in my in my opinion because even though you're 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 paying interest on it, I get it. Um, at the same time, you're paying yourself back that principal in terms of equity. Every time you pay the bank, you're getting a little bit more back in equity and a little bit more ownership in that property. So that's a very powerful tool and strategy to use. Um, like I, I was mentioning earlier, if you're very good at creating conversation and explaining things to people and you like being in the spotlight, maybe you should team up with a private equity firm or a syndication shop where you can go and raise capital. You can attract investors because you have this great personality. You like getting in front of people and really uh, being that problem solver for them. Maybe uh, raising money is the avenue for you. There isn't one specific direction I'm going to encourage the listeners to take because everyone has their own strengths. I'm very um, front end. I like doing the underwriting and the due diligence and tracking down off-market properties and making connections with the owners because I feel like I can relate to them very well. I'm very empathetic and understanding of their situations and I'm very creative. I know how to put a deal together uh, so that it's beneficial for both parties that are involved. You just have to find what your strengths are. Don't necessarily get hooked on one wholesaling strategy or just doing fix and flips or just doing multifamily or storage, figure out what your strength is and then shape your thesis around that. Because ultimately, when you reach that level where you want to start raising capital from other investors, you shouldn't be on a learning curve. You should you should be absolutely know what you're doing so that your investor capital is in the safest place that it can be and it's not being used recklessly and... Um, without proper due diligence, if that makes sense. Okay, now the fourth step that I would encourage you guys to do is to execute on that strategy. I know that may not sound very specific, but it can be discouraging at times when you face some adversity that you feel like you can't just push through. Uh, it can be easy to quit and give up on this motivated mentality you have and vision of controlling your dreams and reaching wealth and financial freedom, blah, blah, blah. It, it can all seem unattainable at certain points in your real estate investing career. So I encourage you guys each and every day, show up and execute, stick to your fundamentals and don't be afraid to reflect on those and change them a little bit if you need to, because that's how you truly grow as an investor is challenging your uh, basis of knowledge so that you can perform better and react better to unknown scenarios in your career. And it's it's very important that you guys remember this because it's hard to string a couple hits together in real estate. When you get one deal under contract, it may be hard to find the capital or find the time and the resources necessary to go out and close another one. It takes time in real estate. That's just the reality of the situation. But Good things don't come easily and it's well worth the wait if you invest with the right fundamentals. There is um, unparalleled opportunities in real estate because of the ability to control the asset, force the appreciation and take advantage of 
some of the benefits that real estate can provide to you as an investor. Like I said, there is um, unparalleled opportunities that the stock market can't provide or an IRA can't provide. Real estate is truly the best vehicle to grow your wealth, but it needs to be done right in order to make it sustainable. Otherwise, you won't be here 5, 10, 15 years down the road. That's the goal. I want you guys to succeed 15 years from now so that your family is set up for success. Your children, the people that depend on you, uh, need to be set up for success. And the only way to do that is to start now and take it seriously, understand the fundamentals, get a good base of knowledge, develop a strategy, find a mentor that can kind of coach you and, and even challenge you in some aspects and go out there, deploy your capital and execute. That is the main thing is to show up and execute each and every day. That is the, the best piece of advice I can give to you guys as we close out this show is show up and execute. Every day is a new day. Every day is a new at bat. You know, a lot of the greatest baseball hitters of all time have uh, barely breached a 300 batting average. Three out of the 10 times that they went to bat, they were successful. So keep that in mind when you think about giving up on your investment strategy or giving up on real estate altogether. It takes a while to string a few hits together, but please don't lose your conviction and uh, keep that motivation in your mind because that's ultimately what's going to be there when you're trying to push that extra mile towards the finish line. All right, that's all I have for you guys today. I will catch you on the next episode.